There's a conservative leadership debate scheduled for tonight in Edmonton, and Kevin O'Leary is the focus of attention once again. Why? Because he's skipping the debate. Kevin, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Why are you bailing on this debate? Not bailing on it. Not at all. I'm in Edmonton, just landed, looking forward to meeting some of the members. It's not a debate. That's the problem with putting 14 people on a stage. Each of them gets 10-second sound bites. It's not constructed. I've done it a couple of times now. It's useless. We don't get any chance to have a dialogue or debate. We had a successful one in Ottawa on Friday, and I suggested to the party that we move to that format. Everybody was on board except for one candidate, and they felt they needed 100%. So they're going with the same old format that's quite useless. What was the format you recommended? What should happen is chop it up into small groups of three or four like Preston Manningen in Ottawa so that you can have a real substantive debate, sharing of ideas, have longer outcomes. In other words, give each candidate a summary, three minutes to talk about their vision for Canada. None of that happens in these 14-person debates. What you get is a bunch of 10-second sound bites with everybody yelling out their web page. Go see my policies at so-and-so.com. It's useless, so I'm not going to participate in that. I'd rather actually talk to the members. So what I've done is at exactly the same time, I've arranged a hall with a great moderator, Tim Uphall, and he's going to interview me, and we'll take questions from the press and from the membership. This is how it should be done. This is how you define leadership. You make decisions, and you follow through with them. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. So I'm not going to do these 14-person debates anymore. It's useless for the party, useless for the members. Okay, so Kevin, you are uh, holding what you're calling an intimate fireside chat at a, at a local hotel, nearby hotel, where, close to where the debate's going on with the other 13 uh, people that are vying for the conservative leadership. Is this a way of taking the attention away from them and filling that room to let them know who, who actually is to be contended with? No. In fact, I expect all of them to give me a heartfelt thanks because think about it. Someone like Elisa Raitt is going to get an extra 4.6 seconds to talk about her ideas, and I'm giving that to her. That's my gift to her, and I'm sure she's going to come to my hospitality suite later and shake my hand and thank me. So she's, you're giving that to her, every, and she's calling you a chicken. What do you think about that? Well, I'm, that's why I'm so surprised. After all, it's a gift. Each one of them gets an extra 4.6 seconds. That's my gift to them. And I'm willing to sacrifice that to help them because they need to get their message out. I've told Lisa and all the other candidates, I do not have a monopoly on good ideas. If you have any ideas, give them to me and I'll take them to Ottawa. Because the trouble is, I've never heard any ideas because all they get is 10-second sound bites yelling out their webpage. It's really, it's, it's a horrible format. It's got to end. But listen, I'm giving her that 4.6 seconds. Free, gratis, my gift to her. Kevin, you know, we have to talk about the elephant in the room because everyone is saying you're skipping this because it's a bilingual debate and your French is not there yet. No, I'm getting better all the time. In fact, I'm going in for another two hours with my immersion teacher. She travels with me all over. Ellen is here with me. We're going to do two hours today. I'll be speaking some French at the debate. You know, people say you can't speak French. C'est pas vrai. Mon français devait mieux chaque jour. It's getting better. And, but, you know, I'm not proficient yet, but I promise you this, in two years, and when I'm ready to, bait, to, do, to debate Trudeau in French, I'll be much better at French, but he'll still, still be illiterate in the language of jobs. You know, uh, French is the language of love, and you are holding a fireside intimate chat tonight. Will you be speaking French there? <laughs> ah, l'amour. There's no question I will be. So you're right. But look, I think this is a good thing to do for the party. I think, you know, what I like about this is we're bringing excitement to it. We're getting a lot more press. We need to hear these ideas. People, Canadians have to hear an alternative view of where Canada is going to be in two years. All of that kind of thing. And I think it's good. 
So if I can help with that, plus this gift of an extra 4.6 seconds, I mean, I think that's a really nice thing for me to do. Well, Kevin, everybody knows you're a master of, you know, working the press, right? So is this just a press stunt? No, not at all. This is a chance for me, and I don't know who's going to show up yet. I mean, look, I'm taking huge risk on this. I'm saying I will be right next door to this debate. If you wish to hear my ideas, please come and talk to me. You can ask me any question you wish. You can, the press can come if they want, and we're going to have an open dialogue, moderated. And so at the end of the day, tomorrow we'll take an assessment whether this was a good idea or not. And if it is a good idea, maybe the party will consider modifying the next debate to be more of, a, of something where we can have a real interchange of ideas. If you chop it up into groups of three and four, you have a real debate. That's my point. You're going to have 13 people on a stage with 10-second sound bites. Yelling yes, out I their can. website. I know, we've yeah, heard. Yelling out their website. Uh, Who's Stephen, go to that? It's so boring. Kevin, Stephen Blaney said that Kevin O'Leary is afraid of facing the music when confronted by his rivals about his support for more gun control, marijuana legalization, and pampering of criminals instead of victims. So what, what do you say to that? Look, I, I think all the candidates have good ideas. If he's got any good ideas, he should give them to me and I'll take them to Ottawa. I'm not going to criticize my fellow candidates. They have to run their own campaigns. But at the end of the day, if Laney has any good ideas, please send them to me. If he ever gets a chance to say more than 10 seconds at a debate, I'd love to hear what they are. I promise I'll take them to Ottawa with me. Kevin, you're going to incur a fine tonight, $10,000. Mine. I paid for it myself. The biggest investor in my campaign is me. I put up $25,000. It's coming right out of that. I'm not happy about it. I'm surprised that the party doesn't want to hear innovative ideas. The definition of leadership is to bring forward new ideas. When things aren't working, fix them. That's what I'm doing here. I'm suggesting here's how we fix it. It's their decision not to pursue it, apparently because one person wouldn't do it. I would thought majority would have ruled, but apparently not. The rest of the candidates also would like to change the format. They just don't have the leadership to actually go there, take the risk, and do what I'm doing. Who is the holdout? Because you said there was one I person. No, I have no idea who the holdout is. I wish I knew because I'd go talk to them directly. It's going to be an expensive uh, fireside chat tonight, and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. We appreciate it, Kevin. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye.